When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, the podcast that is all things Kevin and Bean universe. We cover the Ralph Report, a cup of tea and a chat, Janky Town, great news, and Kevin and Sluggo on KLOS. Awesome. Kevin and Bean show. Oh, and Kevin and Bean and the Week of Wife. <laughs> on today's podcast, we got listener Drew joining us, right? Hi, how's it going? Hey, Drew. What's up, Pleasure Drew? to be here. Thanks Hello, for having Drew. me. How, how you been? uh been great been great uh did a bunch of traveling recently met up with some tea baggers and stuff uh went ahead and took a look at the horrible uh wilshire building that we we will not speak of so uh you know i've been great we tried calling mugs uh while we were out there left him a voicemail very upset that he didn't answer we're trying to get him to go to o'grady's because there, there's so much memories from there <laughs> i want to have my own drinks with mugs uh, it didn't happen so here's a beer mug here's a beer mug that's oh, what was I that the bar say. That's the bar. Oh, greetings. Oh, wow. yeah. What was that guy's name that he loved? Um, That's oh, I, we did the same thing. I I was like, what's his name? The 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 Trump dude, and like we couldn't remember it either. I'm like, no. So Drew's on because uh, he wrote us a theme song. Yeah, right? about that. About that. That that was a rough cut. Like I that was I, awesome. I was hoping to like I I was I sent that in. I was hoping I could maybe like talk some of you guys into doing like maybe the female vocals or yeah. things like that. But uh, yeah, I saw the tweet and I saw we have a new theme song. I'm like, oh no, oh no, oh no, 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 no. So, but yeah, you know, I it's I, I like being janky. So let's let's just roll with it. We love yeah, it. It's great. You guys want to hear the theme song and the whole. The whole call? Yes, let's let's take a listen to the lyrics Absolutely. of that theme song. Okay. Shall we? Hello, quitters never give up. It's Drew. You know, the guy that did that weird thing with the uh, animal voice wheel. Yeah, we're, well, let's not talk about that again. Anyway, so you guys keep saying that you're jankier than Janky Town, and I believe it. But, you know, Mugs came in really hard with that Janky Town anthem. And I'm just, like, amazed you guys don't have an intro, like... Every show has an intro. Uh, I mean, Ralph's got one. Janky Town's got one. Allie and Bean, they they have several different themes throughout the show. You know, Bean's style. But come on. You guys, you're dropping the ball. So, I took it upon myself to write something out for you. It's just, you know, know, a work in progress, maybe. Uh, But if it works, you know, I can maybe get, you know, some of you guys to help me out with the vocals and things. And, you know, we can also, we can go in other directions. I'm I'm very, very flexible. Anyway, I'm just a bored, 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 bored person. So uh, hit me up and let me know if you want and uh, enjoy. Quitters never give up. Never quitting. Always winning. Janker Janky Town. Quitters never give up, we're never gonna let you down. Shanker Janky Town. Quitters never give up, we're never gonna let you down. Shanker Janky Town. Quitters never give up, we're never gonna let you down. Shanker Janky Town. Quitters never give up, we're never gonna let you down. Listening the days away. 
talking about yesterday. We play a Kevin bit, we play a Garmy bit. We'll hit a bean with an alley over tea bit. We chat about the memories of the air times. We laugh along with podcasts and modern times. Old audio, audio. Thanks to Kevin Scott's day Shaker Jakey Town, quitters never give up, we're never gonna let you down. Shaker Jakey Town, quitters never give up, we're never gonna let you down. Shaker Jakey Town, quitters never give up, we're never gonna let you down. Shaker Jakey Town, quitters never go up, now enjoy the show now. Fade out. Alright, I'll never do that again. Well, unless we're doing this again. Awesome. Yeah. Yay. Where's the kids? Yay. Yay. I love that. Dream. It's amazing. No, I, I was saying, I totally forgot I did that whole little intro thing explaining it. And as you see, I have a, I have a full studio here, so I can clearly just mix all of it together. So, you know, there's the chorus where they're all saying it's jankier than janky town. Quitters never give up. We're never going to let you down. Oh, so quitters never give up, not grow up. No, it's well, we can do grow up. I can we can change anything. I, <laughs> oh, I am not to. Or quitters give up, as Eddie sometimes says. Yes. <laughs> we we clocked the non-Stockdale Stockdale reference. Yeah. And perhaps the quitters <laughs> never grow up, but I feel like it makes it just as janky as we are branded to be. It's exactly, that's our brand. <laughs> but back to Jen's question. So, what do yeah. you do for a living, Drew? I'm by trade a software engineer. I haven't worked in that field in years because I just never liked it. And so I started doing a lot of stuff where um, before COVID where I just I had a liquor store where I could do whatever I wanted. It was very slow paced. So I would sit there and set up stuff for Twitch streams. And like I at one point I had a probably my main goal was I had a tonight show that was pretty much the Jimmy Fallon set where I would interview other Twitch streamers kind of like, you know, podcast style. I would cut in videos and things that I thought was funny. Uh, I even covered, like, I had a, a Pippa the dog. I covered her on a segment I called What's News Australia. Um, <laughs> and that was thanks, you know, the beer mug and the Kevin Bean show. So I did that. But uh, right now, you know, I'm going back to work. So I've actually been looking into jobs in radio. And in my local town, we have, it's a country format station, but they have a lot of openings. They're small and I can even walk to work. And we've been in talks where I might be going to work for them very soon. So that's, I might finally get a job in radio when no one else can at this day and age, but nice. Yes. Nice. That's really cool. Now, uh, later on, we'll talk about Iraq. They might be hiring. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Actually, I know they are. I, I saw the intercom ads uh, while I was out there. I took a quick look. They definitely are. And they still go by intercom, uh, not not Odyssey, whatever they that may be now. So what made you use tub thumping by Chumbawamba? I hadn't heard that in years. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's to be honest, that's like one of the first CD albums I ever bought. Uh, it was like I remember I bought that Oasis Be Here Now and Smash Mouth's All Star all in the same weekend. <laughs> so it, that, that's one of the things that always reminds me of K Rock because that was kind of like my foray, foray into like modern rock away from like my parents, like you know, Zeppelin and things like that. So yeah. that, that that's kind of why I went there. I just thought back to what screams K Rock to me and uh oddly enough tub thumper yeah so Great you choice. just listened for the party machine right oh yes yes I, all those course. cds were party machine songs that was I, I know i, I know <laughs> and that's, I, I was kind of upset when there was no party machine this year uh 
it's 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 a sad thing. I, in fact, last year I remember I ended up making a small, quick little dance mix for everyone with my own custom party machine, with the train coming through and everything, just because it was it felt lonely without it. So then the mm. next thing we want to talk about is the zombie Afro line. That was we've Dear been trying God. to get you on for a couple of weeks. Yeah, uh, about this, the theme and the zombie Afro line. Yeah, so it's still there. It's they they have not killed it. And as Ali said, like K Rock wouldn't pay for their their newspapers, their internet. Like this absolutely amazed me because the weird thing was I called it a little bit earlier in the day just to check and it was dead. Like I somehow got a, like this number is no longer in service. And I was like, oh, so when I called, I was actually not expecting for me to hear it again. Either I misdialed, uh, I did it through Google Voice, it's the same number. I literally just hit redial. And all of a sudden, there they are again. So I was completely shocked. And I was like, well, since I'm recording this, I might as well plot Intercom for their outstanding fiscal responsibility and a way to go ahead and, like, drag a dead horse to the grave. So I was going to say, what's the message now when you call the effort line? The same no- one. It's 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 no longer the old, like, my Drew line has pretty much a mimic of Omar's, like, original Afro line, whereas be funny um, but it's it's Ali Bean and Jensen where they say like leave your number in case we have to call the cops like you'll hear. So I wonder what's happening with the old Kevin and Bean Afro line. Let's give it a call, folks. Hey, thanks for calling the Afro line here at K Rock. Uh, leave us a message, any topic. Be sure to leave your name and number in case we need to call you. What? Because of you know the police. And if it's funny, you might end up on the air. Also, if it's not funny, you're going to maybe end up on the air. Thanks for calling. Leave a message. Someone will call you right back. No, we no, Kevin. <laughs> Standing O, Intercom. Yes, yes, I'm so proud of you. Keep this going. Oh, Cinnamon Toast Crunch Shrimp Guy, too. Yeah. Oh, Standing O, Intercom. Oh. We would like to thank Intercom for keeping up a tradition of broadcasting excellence. Even once they completely shit-canned a show over the phone during a pandemic. Once again, this award is for Intercom. Continue flushing that bowl. I love we referenced the Cinnamon Toast Crunch guy. Yeah, I, I had to on that <laughs> one. It's like, uh, it's, it's been a minute for him, so. No, you do great work. Thank you. Like it's just I do it as a hobby. I I get bored and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna make something and send it in, and occasionally it gets used. And there's a lot of stuff I sent in that never got used. So, well, feel free to share. I was I, gonna I, well, say <laughs> we'll take it all. Uh, there's a lot of stuff from the Christmas episodes that Omar and I actually did in advance and never got put on because reasons. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move into um, what I call QNGU news. So this week we heard. Uh, Stryker's leaving Stryker and Klein. I don't know. Does anybody listen to K Rock anymore? I was just saying, my, my Uber driver, I got in his car and he had K Rock on. I'm like, do you mind turning it off? He's like, yeah, actually, man, I kind of got tired of the station a while back. And I'm like, okay, we're okay now. You, you, you're my friend. And that sucks because K Rock is so important, such a big part of LA, such a big part of yeah. me growing up. And even Bean says it, it's such an important station for it to. It was. It was. Yeah, yeah it's a yeah, shell that's... of its former self. They play Billie Eilish now. It's not the same. It, yeah. It is. Yeah, but it's still, historically speaking, it, it is. Are you guys listening to KLOS? Oh, and, of course. Have, have, okay. Um, I kind of feel like, I. so I'm, I'm listening to the Kevin Stockdale cuts, 
but it sounds to me like they're because now it's, it's a KLOS band and it kind of sounds like they're kind of bringing back the old K-Rock vibe over there. Well, I was hearing Rage Against the Machine, especially when we request La Bamba. And it's, it's kind of like how Allie said that she'd be walking through the wheelchair building and going to the restroom and they would be playing K-Earth. And she's going, this is a good song, but it's on K-Earth 101, which was, you know, always the oldie station. And we're, we're I hate to say it, guys, we're at the point now that like what we grew up on is now classic rock. But the classic rock is getting way better because now I can get like a bit of Zeppelin. I can get some Ozzy and then we're going to switch into Social Distortion. And I'm totally OK with this. So, like, yeah, KLOS is becoming the K-Rock. Uh, either we got old or radio did. Kevin and Sluggo, the other day, they had the Linda, Linda, Linda's on. Did you guys hear yes. that one? Yes, I did. Yeah. Bad at, uh, yeah. It's coming back. Rock doesn't die. It's no, like it does a wave or whatever, but it's coming back. You know, I remember when they came out, I sent that to a bunch of people because I'm like, this is like a bunch of just young girls who are embracing punk rock and playing in a library. That's the most punk rock thing ever. You're supposed to be quiet, and they totally like took it to a level that that's what I expect on K Rock, and the now K Rock has no clue. Yeah, yeah. they're they're like twelve, right? They're, yeah, they're sisters. They're twelve. They're, uh, yeah. No, they're 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 sisters, and then they have another friend with them as well. Um, and like their one song, "Racist, Sexist, White Boy." It literally yeah. is what you expect it to be. It's like a bad bring song from the eighties. Like I, I, I love it. Next generation of rock, we're open. No, you're right about Carrot though. I'll never forget. For years, that was the oldie station of my parents. One day, I turned it on just to hear something different, and they were playing eighties music. I'm like, wait, that's not oldies. I remember when stuff I grew up on, um, I went to Richard Blades block where it was, you know, remember the flashback lunch? And I'm like, mm -hmm. no, you're not supposed to have Sublime on the flashback lunch. That's not right. Totally. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's jarring, isn't it? Moving on. Um, this was a rare week for us as all of us quitters got calls played on the podcast, right? So mine wasn't that good because mine was a, a rehash of a joke I made on the podcast last week. Now, speaking of engagements, as you know, Ali is the princess of La Puente, and there is, a, there is a question coming in about your mm -hmm. recent announcement as well, Ali. Hello, this is Christopher from the Quitters Never Give Up Newsroom. We would like to comment on the recent royal scandal involving Miss Ali McKay. News <laughs> broke during episode 98 that she is now engaged to Jay, the prince of La Puente. That sudden news leaves us with so many questions. How long has she been divorced from her imaginary husband, Seamus? What does this mean for Shirsha and Finnegan? How will this affect her move to Maine? Will Jay follow in the steps of Prince Harry and turn his back on the La Puente royal family and move with oh, her man. to Maine? Will Allie now be Bean's favorite royal? And lastly, why so much moo? Inquiring minds want to know. Bye. A lot of questions there, and I know you're still a working lot. it out. I know it's a very yeah. difficult time for you. You're asking for your privacy at this time. Uh, thank I, you. I get yeah, that. Yeah, it's but, important. Yeah, when yeah. you're ready to talk about it, I don't want to put you on the spot now, but when you're ready to talk about how it's all going to work, you just come to us and share the news, okay? I honestly, it, it still boggles my mind that at the beginning of all this, I was married to Seamus and my son was Finnegan. When did that change? I have no idea <laughs> when the names just got all oh god i can't i'm sorry so yeah that was my call again rehash and, and totally on brand with the sirens in the background and the cars and then we really had, got yeah. like the the smooth jazz announcer voice in him I and don't forget you got on yeah. the 100th episode not the live that one the that played episode. out but you were on the 100th episode <laughs> pretty cool 
Andy's call was about cicada fever. Edwin, he called in. Nice name. He's got cicada fever. I mentioned oh, yes. a lot of Garmy members have cicada fever. I bet. He's looking forward to next Monday with great anticipation. But he has pointed out something that I didn't even think about. The true danger of this coming Munchin Monday yeah, is, could... is, is nothing that we've discussed oh, yet. Really? Yeah. Hi, Ralph. Edwin from La Mirada here. I got to thinking, what if Eddie loves the chocolate-covered cicadas? I mean, if he gets addicted to them and he craves them, right. he can't get them for another 17 years. Yes. This is kind of like Cadbury eggs that come out around Easter. They're so good, and then you can't get them for another year. But 17 years worth. So don't get addicted, Eddie, is what I'm saying. Love you, mean it, bye. The true danger is you loving them so much that you're going to become obsessed with them, and then they're not going to be available I after not, this year. I think there's 0% chance. I'm concerned. I wouldn't. You don't need to concern yourself you're, with that You're going to eat one and go, I need many, many more of these. How do we make no, that happen? I would be more concerned with your carpets. Is what I, that's where you should focus your concern. There will be buckets. Your carpets or this laptop in front of you. There will be buckets. There should be concern there. There will be buckets. So, yeah. What's the deal, Eddie? Are you pushing? Are you, is this like reverse psychology where you're pushing like this new drug of cicadas? No, it just hit me. If he liked them, he'd be out of luck because, well, what, like every 17 years, the cicadas come back around. So, I don't know, you know, just driving around trying to think of something to pass the time. Has anyone here ever eaten a chocolate-covered bug besides me? I have eaten a non-chocolate-covered bug. I was I, I, in a Thai restaurant and ate scorpions. Say, okay, see, I've, I've eaten grasshoppers before when that was a dish. Uh, they were fried. Recently, I ate chocolate-covered scorpion ants in a wafer, which weren't bad. But the one that got me was it was a chocolate-covered cricket. And, um, yeah, I, I pray for Eddie. I... Oh, really no. pray for Eddie because that oh boy I'm glad I could get out of camera view when that happened because oh boy <sighs> memories well and Eddie's a really good sport actually I was talking with him a while back and um he was worried about the Rocky Mountain oysters and I was like dude don't worry about it bread it and fried put some lemon on it it's like chicken you're fine <laughs> so like, yeah I'm not so worried about that so it was kind of funny he but he will he'll freak out about certain things just because he's his mind and I mean we're all the same way most of us are the same way when it's like oh you're gonna have sweet breads well sweet breads are thyroids and stuff oh yeah no, sweet breads are thyroids and you know, this, you're like, ew, gross, a gland. But I mean, come on, we this is how humans have survived for millennia. So the, the packaging I, I I had on mine said like, you know, we've had bugs crawl into our mouths forever. Like this isn't anything new, but it was the texture of the cricket that that got me. So I'm hoping that Eddie's is a bit not that gooey. Yeah. Well, they got wings and ding, they got the big head. Ding, and, ding, ding. And, you know. We we have them out here. Like I'm in that territory. So. Well, what do they look like? Um, they look like imagine like a large cricket, but with a cockroach type shell. Like they're they're they got an exoskeleton, so they look like that. They they're not bad. It's just like you step on them and then they crunch, and they are they're not fun. Um, mm. and so far we haven't had them bad, so I'm really worried what's about to happen because that's normally a bad sign they're just south of me like a little bit so yes. is it cooked before it's chocolate covered or is it just dead the, chocolate the, covered? the ones i got because i did 
not want to go into this blind, they are freeze dried before. So that takes care of the cooking process of them. And then they dip them. I'm not sure about Eddie's uh, cicadas, but blasting in a microwave, it's cooked. You're not going to die. And then Jen's call. Jen asked Ralph where to come from, right? Speaking of where did it come from, Jen called in with an interesting one. Hey, Ralph, Eddie, Stephen, Carrie. It's Jen from Quitters Never Give Up podcast. Ralph, I'm cheesed off. Uh-oh. Where did that come from? Love you, mean it, bye. So uh, it's a long call, but do you remember where it came from, Jennifer? <clears throat> he said something. It started with something brown first. I'd have to go back and re-listen. And then it turned to, it was an English term. And basically, yeah, I don't really remember. <laughs> and my thinking was that it was more of a Ralphism and not something that actually came from history. Mm-hmm. But it was the British Air Force in World War II, because of the rust on their planes, they would say, I'm browned off. And then it, because England, English people are weird, they just turned it into cheese off. <laughs> so Drew has his call on KLOS, and then we're going to move on to the podcast roundup. Yeah, so uh, while I was on vacation, uh, I got to hear KLOS while I was actually in KLOS radio range. And they were doing a segment on people who got fired for doing things outside of work. And I wasn't me, but you, you can take a listen right here. Wow, that's that's bananas. Thanks for calling in, man. I didn't understand a word. Where I did. I'm confused completely. <laughs> Hi, KLOS, you were fired from your job. Not understanding what people are saying at the radio station. <laughs> well, no, actually, I wasn't fired, but I had a friend of mine who got someone else fired. Okay. So for what? She is a professional photographer. She mm-hmm. does boudoir photos mm-hmm. for people who request them. Right. And she had a friend of hers that was like, hey, can you take some shots of me? And about six months later, yeah, there we go. <laughs> six months later, I get a phone call saying, turn on our Fox News uh, affiliate of Detroit. And Uh-oh. The website, she made a website that was uh, Sexy Teachers, and one of the parents found her. Oh, and next thing I know, my friends are all proud because, hey, my photography is on the news. I'm like, not in the way you want. So, <laughs> okay, but they canned her for it. Um, so uh. GTA has a different meaning now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't they always had a bell? Uh, Kevin's got a bell. Oh. Really? I think that's the first time I ever heard it. Yeah, me too. It caught me off guard, though, because I only heard it once. So I'm like, I guess Kevin's got one again. So this week, the podcast roundup, we're going to make it really fast. On the Ralph report, the one thing I want to bring up right now is Ralph was talking about in Hello, Death, that it's been four years since Adam West died. I remember how close he and Adam got, and he played a clip from the Hollywood Babylon pilot they did. And this is West on West. Did it in one take and destroyed (laughs) the audience. It was brilliant. Here's a little bit of my friend, Adam West. Hey, you remember where we first met? Okay, I don't remember where we first met. And I know with the hose, I got the worst rap. So, hey, maybe we can make it to Christmas. She asked me what I wish for on the wish list. Have you ever asked your bitch for other bitches? <laughs> West on West was his uh, segment that he did for this pilot with Adam West reading Kanye West lyrics. And that was the lyrics to a Kanye song called Bound 2. 
and it sounds ridiculous. And that's uh, Eric Satie, uh, first Jiminy P. Day, playing in the background. All right, let's move on to the cup of tea in the chat. They had their 100th episode. Unfortunately, it was a lot of uh, Chicago, uh, much more Chicago than I want to ever hear. But I called in and said it's more like a mini party machine for them because that's what I kind of thought it was. Uh, Bean really tried. Uh, he actually paid for a service called Ecamm Live. He paid about $400 for it to get this live show going. And uh, he's going to have to explain to Donna that that is not a porn site. He did blame Mercury in retrograde. He said that was a little bitch of a planet with a small man's complex. And, uh, well, I guess that's Mercury's payback for Bean loving Pluto so much. Bean and Allie then reflected on the community that they build. You know, they want to keep the show going past 100 episodes for a long time because tea baggers are so great. I want to bring up something that was really touching that they did on their on their episode that I really thought was just beautiful. This is a call that I thought was awesome. And by the way, as if there's not enough love on this segment, now we've got an engagement to celebrate as well. Hey, guys. <gasps> I just thought I would call and tell you that we got engaged. Yay. We're engaged. E-N-G-A-Y-G-E-D. It's funnier when... <laughs> She's trying to say it's funnier when you see it spelled. It's engaged with G-A-Y in the middle because she and her girlfriend are getting married. <sighs> Got it. We're really excited, okay? And we can't tell our parents because uh, they won't talk to us anymore now that we're gay. It's a long story, but we want to tell our other parents that we see you. Yes, we love you. Yay. Anyways, bye. <laughs> Well, congratulations, ladies. We are so happy to be your other parents, and we do love you, and we do send our congratulations to you. So very much. That's incredible. That's oh, great. I'm so happy for them. So, yeah, that was a really sweet call, Allie and Dean being surrogate parents. I hope that the callers come, call back with, like, where they're registered, we can all send them gifts. Yes. No one should have that situation happen to them with their parents. No one. I was saying, when Allie brought up that, uh, when she went back to it, that it brought her to tears that they couldn't go to their own parents like even i was already in that mindset listening to it going like that is so terribly sad but also so thankful that they have a place where they can actually go ahead and celebrate and be amongst people who accept them despite the fact their own family doesn't i was just gonna say my sister used to participate in the gay rodeos um with her husband and my mom would be she was rodeo mom and because other people's parents wouldn't show up and support them or anything my mom was kind of took them all under her wing, you know, and it's, 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 it's mind boggling how many families don't accept their children because of their sexual orientation. It's mind boggling. All right. Saturday is Allie's birthday. Uh, Bean did something nice for Allie for her birthday, played her favorite song, La Bamba. Happy birthday, Allie, from all of us teabaggers. <laughs> So close. I thought oh, I, I thought we might hear a little La Bamba there. What yeah. happened? I don't understand what happened. It was playing. Yeah. How you could it just no bitch La Bamba on my birthday? Show? What, what could have happened there? I don't know. I'm so sorry. Oh, that was fucking man. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Cruel but funny. So the next thing I want to talk about and to wrap up the podcast uh, roundup is uh Bean's vacation. Bean gets hurt every vacation. He got hurt this last vacation. He just went to some Hapshire with the Hobbit house and Warminster is where he went. And the doorways are 5'10 and he's, you know, some kind of giant. 
And so he knocked himself out walking through a doorway. And so there is a long list of injuries that he has for his vacation. So what I tweeted out was we should start a pool, a beans injury pool, because he's coming to America, basically a month long vacation, right? He's going to be in two cities, Seattle, New Orleans for basically four weeks. I want to set up an injury pool, maybe do it once a week. And we can have like what body part he's going to injure with knee, back, head, his elmo, his schlong, his ankle, his foot, maybe his foot loose. And then maybe like he, the, the way he gets injured is like the stairs, his pugs, putting on pants, riding a moped or a bike, doorway, sneezing, listening to Denise Williams, fighting a celebrity like Tom York, maybe jackass hood rat things like when he crossed that stone bridge in the country in, in England. $10 a square. We each pick what he's going to injure, how he's going to injure it. You know, we can add in the electrocution because he's still got to figure out his components for charging his phone. You just made up Mad Libs of injuries for being in situations. <laughs> oh, totally. So I'm, I'm, I'm totally for this. Let, how do, where do I sign up? Do we cash app you or what, what do we do? I'm calling the head. He's going to knock himself out. I want to call that now. This is not a Mad Libs. This is actually how he's been hurt over the years. I, I know that's, but it sounds like you just made a Mad Lib scenario for Bean. It's 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 the truth though. Anyhow, that's the podcast roundup. Hit us up on uh, Twitter at Quitters Never. Get on that uh, and that Bean's injury pool. Next, uh, the week that was 2010, Eddie. Okay, week that was. This is 2010, June 7 to 11. I'm going to start off with something I've been keep forgetting to do because they had just come back from the Weenie Roast. So I'm going to play the promo from the Weenie Roast from 2010. What do you think, you guys? Weenie Roast, K-Rock? The only way to kick off the summer. I am Stone Temple Pilots. It's Courtney! Holy. Weenie Roll Silver Sun Pickups. What are you trying to get across with your music? Devo. Rip it! Rip it good! This is the best thing you could have had. Please welcome Good question. I was at that show. Were you really? Oh, I was at that one. Yep. See, here's the thing. I didn't care much for the K-Rock music. I mean, some of it I liked. I was listening for the jokes for Kevin and Bean. But when this one came out, I'm like, Devo. You know, that's an old school, new wave band from the old days. And that's the only one I regret missing. So any any bands pop out to you guys? Devo is actually the reason I went as well as oh, Paramore. Nice. I had a friend that that was what she wanted to see. So that was the reason why we went out there. But I went for Devo because like I, I'm a nerd. I grew up on Whippet. Uh, like it's Devo. It's like the hats are just symbolic with them. So like I had to go see that. And honestly, not a bad show. Um, thing like any Winnie Rose is you got so many bands in such a short time. It's like 
which ones do you see and also like when do you run for the porta potty and try to survive so so i'm glad you brought up devo so let's play they were playing some games to try to give away tickets i kind of gave it away but let's listen to the orchestra <laughs> orchestra de la rosa their version of <laughs> Yes, Eagle Whippet is right. There it is. Nice Hey, guys. Yeah. Yeah, we got that already. That one did sound like it. Now, while I did give it away that it was Whippet, but you guys all fell into my trap. The only reason I brought any of this in is because I got a Devo song played on Keep It 100. He is uh, one of our favorite listeners. We hear from him all the time via the email, but today he contacted us via text. It is Edwin from La Mirada. Hey, Edwin. Good morning, party people. <gasps> Edwin, Edwin. Edwin. Hey, Edwin. Yes. Edwin. Hey, Edwin. That's what I like to call myself. Sometimes yeah. we like him. Sometimes we don't. Am I right? Yes. He could be, <laughs> he could be harsh. Cool. Everybody knows that. <laughs> you, want to, uh, you want to stay on the right side of Edwin. Now, I, I got to be curious about uh, your uh, selection because uh, you specifically texted in, uh, uh, I want to hear Whip It by Devo, right, Allie? Oh. Now, is this a come Allie on? What's... Allie knows. Allie knows. Oh. <laughs> Edwin. You did good, right, Allie? You did good, Edwin. <laughs> Why'd you choose this song, Edwin? Oh, we were obsessed with it when we were kids. We even made our own versions of it. Uh, wh what do you mean? You mean you guys made up your own lyrics and then we're just singing around the house? Well, we would tape ourselves, like, pretending we were on the radio. Right. It was the Green Midget, the Black Jamaican, and Zeke the Freak. So uh, what's we just always love this song. It's a new <laughs> I'm not way sure what's happening, but I love it. Did and, you put uh, a flower pot on your head? Uh, no, not that far. Okay. okay. Yeah, because that would be that'd crazy, be, Allie. Be that yeah. would be ridiculous. Sorry, that would be crazy. <laughs> right? Don't be <laughs> stupid. Did you have your own lyrics? Did you make up your own version of the song? Oh, yeah. Had our own different lyrics and everything. And well, what did you... It you Bean. What, well, what did you call... Yeah, uh, send it to Bean. <laughs> you're, you guys aren't interested, huh? So this Kevin is, wasn't into my version. <laughs> this has been Edwin on drugs. What the hell was that? That sounded so <laughs> great. The black Jamaican? Wait, wait hold on here. I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. Okay, so like I said, we did this when we were kids. So let's, as they come out of Whip It. Keep it 100. That sounded great. Yeah. That That's a great song. Yep, guys. I want to hear Edwin's version, though. After he emails it <laughs> See, to you. See, now you're curious, after right? he emails it to you and you listen to it, and then let us know. Okay, here's the story. You talk about a flashback. We're flashing way the hell back now. This was about 78, 79. My brother and his friends would get a tape recorder, pretend they're on the radio, and sing Whip It. <laughs> and my brother saved these tapes. So I'm going to play just a quick clip. I'm not going to inflict too much damage on you. Wait, wait. Before you play it, what do you mean the black Jamaican? The... Okay, give me a second. <laughs> wait, I have to know. I, 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 I'm so confused. Okay, we all made up our own DJ names. Okay, I was KJ Blue. My brother was the Green Midget. There used to be a fishing lure called the Green Midget, and my brother saw that. And my other friend called himself the Black Jamaican, and my other friend was Zeke the Freak. Okay. Look, we were all teenagers. You got to cut us a little slack. I'm dying. Go on. <laughs> like I said, my brother saved these tapes. Now, for years, I tried to get Bean to play anything from the old tapes. I could not get them through. And now I'm getting to my revenge. <laughs> Whip it. Hi there. 
Yeah. Whip it! Whip it! Okay, so that's an old tape. You remember Bina said this before. When he was a kid, he would make tapes pretending he was on the radio. And my brother and his friends did too. Oh, one other thing about the weenie roast. When they came back from the weenie roast to the hotel, I think they were staying at Universal by the Universal Amphitheater. Oh, you were there, Drew. Where was that? Dear God, I it's been 15 years for me, so no clue anymore. It, unless yeah. it's Hollywood Bowl, I, I don't remember. Well, anyway, they came back from the concert and the hotel they were staying with at had a furries convention. Like I said, you never know what would happen on Kevin and Bean, and that's another example. I do remember that furries concert thing because G4 at the time also was in that same hotel and some of their camera crew was in the elevator with the furries and went to the party. And so there's video of that same exact event, too. I'll see if I can help find that for you guys. Okay, just one other thing since we're going along. One of Bean's quirky things was that he'd like to get haircuts all over the country. And he was right in the middle of that at this time. Uh, you know I'm on my uh, haircuts across the world campaign, right, Lisa? Yes. It used to be just across the United States. This is a great, great now cause that Bean is on. Uh, Thank you very much. Yeah, it's for charity, it's right? for charity. He's he, No, it's not for charity not at all. At all. He just finds <laughs> it fascinating to get his haircut outside of the state of Washington. <laughs> Anywhere. A, a year and a half ago. Guy's got to have goals. Labor Day 2008, I guess it was, I was in uh, Detroit on vacation, as we all have been at one time or another. And uh, nope. I decided it was super, super, super hot. It was like 100 degrees out. And I, said, and I was going to the zoo that day. And I said, I can't live with this bad hair. This was the summer of the pigtails. So you know how long oh, my hair was. Oh, that was the best. So I said, I can't live. I need a haircut. So I stopped and I got my a haircut. And then three months after that, it's Christmas, and my wife and I are in Hawaii. And I'm getting a little bit shaggy, and I get my haircut again. And then the light bulb went off my head. I went, hey, my last two haircuts were in Michigan and Hawaii. Wouldn't it be awesome if I continued and I got haircuts in all 50 states? Now, I'd like to interrupt here and say that's not the part of the story that I would do the same. <laughs> right. right. Not yet. We're no, not at that point yet. That is not a, uh, that's not a lofty goal. <laughs> so three months after that, I drove to Idaho on a weekend and got my haircut there. So I checked Idaho off. And then later that year, I was in Finland and I thought, well, what do I do now? I need a haircut, but I'm not, I mean, it's not a state. So I guess I'll expand it to haircuts around the world. So I got my haircut in Finland. Now, this might have been his best one ever because he goes into a place that didn't even seem to be a salon. But anyway, I'll let Bean tell it. So, okay, so Mexico earlier this year. I'm in Mexico, <laughs> okay, all right? So that's haircut number seven or something like that. And I decided I got to get my haircut, and we're walking around. We're in uh, Los Cabos, which is about uh, 20 miles from Cabo San Lucas. And we're walking around this beautiful little uh, Mexican village. Had a tremendous time. And I came across a, a barbershop that was built into somebody's home. And I thought, this is as good a place as any to get my haircut, right? Okay. So I, I, so I walk in, and the guy who runs the jewelry store next door is married to the woman who's running the, the salon, the hair salon. And, and the guy the guy comes up to me, and he says, oh, uh, yeah, you want to get a haircut? Let me find my wife for you. And he goes in, he finds his wife, and his wife is working on somebody else. His wife's got somebody in the chair already. So he doesn't want to lose the business. He says, well, she's busy, but my daughter can cut your hair. She's just in the back. And I think, well, that's fine. But then I find out from the guy whose English is the best of those in the family that she's not a barber. She had no idea what she was doing. So her mom, who's, you know, two chairs over working on her customer, in Spanish is telling her daughter how to cut hair, telling her what to do. Step by step. Step by step. Yeah, she's looking over. So I'm getting a haircut, a third-party haircut, essentially, from somebody who's across the room who's shouting instructions. But between <laughs> Donna, like, pointing out parts on my head and making hand signals and the mom from the other, you know, from the other chair who's shouting out directions, eventually it ended up being an okay haircut. 
So I love that phrase. He's getting a third person haircut. So one day I decided I thought that was kind of funny, and I emailed the show. <laughs> he is trying to get 50 that. haircuts, one in each state consecutively. Yeah. And he's afraid he might have to burn Washington, his home state. I, I'm afraid so, yeah. This, uh, so, this email comes from listener stressful. Edwin. I'm in a haircut fantasy league, and if, <laughs> and if Bean gets his haircut in Washington, it will ruin my bracket. <laughs> so Edwin is really hoping you don't you don't succumb to the pressure, Bean, and you hold off. He says, I had Florida in my next bracket, oh, so he's, he's hoping for Florida. Do it for Edwin, okay. Do it for I'll, Edwin. I'll get back to you. It's in the haircut fantasy league. That's awesome. <laughs> oh, that was the shit. <laughs> I think that's the loudest I ever made Bean laugh. That's why I saved that one. <laughs> oh, can we get like a new league for now? He's in the UK, like it, like British Premier League oh, for this, league. like Premier League, Premier Haircut. Oh yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> that, that's something we got to work on. I, I got you got my ten bucks. Let's go. Well, but he's growing his hair out now, so he's not getting haircuts. He's bringing the pigtails back. That raises the stakes, then. Yeah. Well, the weird thing is, he would get his haircut on vacation. I mean, Lisa even goes, most people get their haircut before they leave, and B would do it on vacation, which is bizarre. Okay, so anyway, that's the week that was, June 7 to 11, 2010. Well, that's our show for the week. Follow us on Twitter at Quitters Never, Instagram, Quitters Never Give Up. You can also leave us a voice message. Now, we don't have an actual phone number, but in the description of each of the episodes, there is a link at the bottom that says send in a voice message, and that is how you can get in touch with us. Um, if you want to come on the show, please let us know via there, the Kevin and Bean Social Club page, or any of our socials. We love you guys. We'll see you next week. Bye.